My name is Paul Owen, and this is the True Sales Podcast. Welcome back to the show. Delighted that once again you've chosen to join me today for a solo podcast focusing on one key issue. I would argue potentially the most important issue in sales. Uh, and that is around sales questioning. And particular focus today is the number one benefit of asking great questions in sales conversations. So I want to share that with you uh, today. Before we get started, my usual request, please make sure you subscribe to keep these coming into your um, into your line of vision, into your uh, consciousness with a quick reminder of when they come out. And we'd love it as well if you could support us. And the best way you can say thank you is to rate us, review us, tell other people about us. We want to help a million people to sell better. So thank you if you're able to do that. So the number one benefit of sales questions. Now, there's clearly a lot of different benefits. Sales questions quickly. We find out about people's need. Uh, it's a bit easier when we're asking questions. Much easier for us to be asking questions and listening rather than talking all the time. Uh, we get to control the conversation uh, and we also make people think. Um, so lots of different benefits. I want to focus today on what I think is the number one because I think it's often overlooked. I think too often we think about sales questioning being about finding the need. And of course it is about finding the need, but there's something much more important than that. When we ask people questions, good questions, well-informed questions, we listen to their answers. We ask follow-up questions that show an interest and insight. Then we change how people feel about themselves. We make people feel important when we do that. If we want to change how people feel about us, the quickest most reliable, most engaging way to do that is change how they feel about themselves when they're with us. That's the real difference. I was once told that communication should do one of three things. It should change what we know, it should change what we think, or it should change how we feel. And the most important of those is to change how we feel. Why? Because we tend to remember things that change how we feel. I often talk in our training sessions to attendees about the um, first presidential campaign of Barack Obama. That series of speeches were the best speeches I've heard in my lifetime. And I would wager this, that if you were to ask an attendee at one of the Barack Obama speeches, right at the end, just listen to him, literally just finished, and let's assume they're not a journalist or a political analyst or whatever it might be, they're just a, a punter, a voter in the crowd. If you were to ask them, what did he just say? I think they would have very little idea of the policies, the ideas that he had shared. This was back in 2007, 2008. Uh, yet, if you were to ask them now, 15, 16 years later, how did they feel at the end of that speech, of that presentation? I think they'd be there in a heartbeat. They would know exactly how they felt. Changing how people feel is memorable, far more so than changing what they know. Or what they think. Now, what happens often in sales is we can be guilty 
of not listening carefully enough. Now, I'm a defender of salespeople. I'm a believer. I'm a champion of salespeople, as you will know if you're a regular listener to this. And I often defend salespeople against the allegation that we're bad listeners. I think that there are clearly some salespeople who are bad listeners. There are all sorts of different professions who don't do their job all that well. But as a rule, I'd say salespeople are probably better than average. Um, but there's a different reason that I think it's particularly unfair to, sales say, to say that salespeople are bad listeners. And that is, I don't think salespeople are bad listeners. I think people are bad listeners. We're dreadful. We're so self-obsessed. We can't wait to talk about ourselves. I realized this several years ago now, and it was a realization that ruined my social life for quite some time. Um, didn't have much of a social life at the time with small children, but it did ruin that social life. And the realization was this, that real interactive conversations rarely happen. What actually happens is there's a group of people in the same place at the same time having a series of monologues. It's frightening. If you were to jump forward to your evening, your afternoon, whenever you're listening to this, you know, some hours later, and imagine that you shared with them the fact you'd listened to this podcast today. And you said, oh my goodness, I listened to this podcast. It was, it was incredible. Just imagine for a second that you were saying that. It was incredible. It, just, it was about sales. It was about questioning and how we should do it properly. But actually, it didn't just change how I think about questioning. It changed how I think about how we as humans interact with each other. If your friends, if your family or anything like the majority of people, they'll jump in and say, oh, I was listening to a podcast the other day. They'll link it to their own experience. It's frightening. What I think happens is that when we share a piece of information with people, it goes into our brain and the brain becomes a search engine, which is very, very quick, that search engine, finding a link to our own lives. Now, some of you will be thinking, ah, yes, Paul, but that's important in life and important in sales to show connection. Well, there are times when it is, but I don't think at the expense of listening to people and asking further questions. I always think back a few years, for example, that happened in my life to use, uh, to illustrate uh, this point about self-obsession, if you like. And I was back up in, in Derby, in my hometown, and uh, catching up with my, my dad and my two brothers over a drink one evening. I was up in the Midlands talking to undergraduates that probably did Leicester, Nottingham, uh, Derby University on that trip, talking about sales to undergrads and why we should all learn how to do it well. And... Um, I was invited whilst I was up there through the PR work that we do. Uh, I've been invited to speak on BBC Radio about the programme to teach everyone to sell uh, and go into universities in particular. And whilst I was at the bar getting a drink for myself and perhaps one or two others, um, my younger brother, who'd been with me when BBC had called, updated the table that I was going to be on BBC Radio the next day. And as I got back to the table, and my dad turned to me, sitting to my left, and said to me, so son, I hear you're on BBC Radio tomorrow. I said, yes, I am, dad. What happened next? Well, you might think that there were questions asked and there, were, uh, there was interest shown. Um, alas, twas not so. My dad, it turned out, had been on BBC Radio Derby 25 years previously and told us that story. Remarkably to his left was an old friend, Bob, lovely chap, Bob. He'd been on BBC Radio Leicester. Incredible. We heard all about that. What did nobody do? Nobody came back to me to ask why 
I was going to be on BBC Radio. And that's even more remarkable when you consider that Bob and my dad and the other people around the table, except my two brothers, uh, never really understood what I did for a living or understand what I do for a living. I have told them it's not a secret, but for some reason it had not been digested. So it wasn't obvious why I was going to run the radio. They weren't interested. Now, my job here is not to illustrate what a bad listener my dad was or Bob or anybody else. It was just one example of how many people and how often we as people don't show an interest. We tell somebody we booked a holiday to Italy and they tell us about their trip to Italy several years before. If you're still thinking that we're showing that we are connected, Paul, then be aware and be conscious of literally how often it happens. And with that connection, recognise when you share a piece of information, you're saying you want to talk about that probably for a little longer rather than to hear the other person's experience. Now, in your social life, I think it makes you probably a bit dull to keep talking about yourself all the time. But in the sales world, it's a slightly different danger. If we pick up on people's needs and immediately try and sell into them and tell them stories of how we can help, we're actually talking across them in most cases. We're interrupting their flow of answering our questions. One of the hardest things to do in sales is to get people talking. The last thing we want to do is to stop them talking by jumping in to tell our own story. So just because they raise a need, it doesn't mean we need to sell to it straight away. Listen, ask more questions, dig around. Now, for regular listeners, taking you back to what, um, what I teach in, in sales training of the easy sales structure, the four steps, remember that the asking phase is second. If you're able to change how people feel about themselves when they're with you and therefore change how they feel about you, in the asking phase, they are much more likely to listen to you when you get to the selling phase. So to wrap up this short solo podcast today, communication is about changing what people know, what people think, or how they feel. The quickest way, a most reliable way, and most customer-friendly way to change how they feel is to show a genuine interest in them by asking questions and digging around to find out more. If you could apply the same to your social life too, you'd be much more popular with your friends. Okay, thanks for your time today. Do look out how often in your social life you share a story with somebody and they jump in with, that's like when I, and notice how it makes you feel. That's exactly how you're making clients feel when you jump in to sell to them without asking more questions. I hope I haven't ruined your social life too much and I hope I've helped you to sell better. My name is Paul Owen and you've been listening to the True Sales Podcast.